Hello and welcome to the TOVG cluster cast. Yeah, I guess this 2. is like 0. the second cluster week harder. in a row. Right. Everyone loves it, so we us. came back. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, brought to you had... by bad opinions on Overwatch. <laughs> Jimmy, your number one source for bad opinions on Overwatch. Oh. Jimmy um, is is in the office this week due to some some scheduling tomfoolery. So I I wrangled up these these two stinky homeless people from the street, <laughs> Colin Dram and Scribble Scrabble. Yay. <laughs> Which which are not their real names, but close enough. And, Wait, and, and Colin is not your real name. What what? What? Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's actually Colin. Colin like uh, Colin Osby? Like Colin uh, Powell? Yeah. Oh. oh. And, and who you just heard just then was was the lovely Matt Visual, as as uh, he uh, usually is. Is that your oh, real name? Oh, lovely. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, it's close enough. Okay. Ladies. And, Am I? I'm like the only person on the internet who, who, who quote, just went out. You are yeah, the quote, only person I'm the on the only person on the I'm internet. I'm the only person on the internet who who just like goes out there with their real Shocking name. Shocking news! Aren't I? George Weidman exclaims, "I'm the only person on the internet <laughs> while jerking off in a Whataburger bathroom." <laughs> this is my podcast sponsored by Flashlight again. <laughs> are these the men Ooh. you want in charge of your country? No, probably are these not. The men you so what have you guys been playing? What? Just, like, <laughs> like something. Calm down, George. Overwatch. Matt, Matt, and Colin were talking at the same time, and all I heard was something, something Overwatch. Are these the men you want protecting your Overwatch? <laughs> there we go. Discussing Are these your the Overwatch, men you, you mean? Protecting your o- your TF2 waifus. <laughs> TF2 doesn't have any waifus though. Oh, uh, the so. scout, but that's what Overwatch is. A female <laughs> scout. And there's a oh. girl that gives you missions in TF2. Also, isn't there like a <laughs> How do you know fan that theory that, that I play Pyro the game, is... Matt! I play the game! You're, you're on the internet on 4chan. <laughs> oh, no! So, so since you play TF2, that means that you don't know shit about video games, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Cool. Oops. So, um. so, so what have you guys been playing? Um... TF2 uh, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> I've been playing just TF2 and then sleeping. Uh, but no, for, for serious. Wow, I'm, I have a really bad answer. <laughs> oh gosh, not more uh, Sonic games. Excu- is it? Excuse me, George. Uh, Super Bunny Hop Weedman. We're trying to get the podcast like actually started here. Uh, okay, okay. Mister Mosquito is it? <laughs> let's, let's, let's give it the, the rolling start. Rolling. No one else can. can Let's try that again. Take three. Hey, welcome to the TOV. I I am. I am sorry that that I cut you off, Scrib. What were you playing? I just wanted everyone to know. I just want everyone to know. I have a good answer when it is my turn. That is all. I've been playing Uncharted. (laughs) I too have been playing Uncharted Uncharted Four. How is Uncharted? Four. It has a uh, really, really strong four. and interesting uh, opening. Like, the, I, I don't want to spoil it. Like, I don't want to spoil it. But it has a really. Everyone's talking is it all over each other. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, I'm a good. little bit. I'm about like two thirds of the way through the game. Uh, and is it better than three? Oh my god! I'm trying to answer <laughs> your question. 
Uh, yeah, but it's not hard to be better than three because all it has to do is be better than competent and it'll oh, be better than three. Um, the only thing wrong with three was the shooting stuff. The, the shooting only thing stuff wrong with three garbage. is it's like, oh, I've done this before in Uncharted 2. Oh, <laughs> okay. Like, um, there are a lot more unique set pieces in this one that, and it's also less. I call um, duty. <laughs> it's also less obvious that like the Naughty Dog team sat in a room and it's like, okay, we want like a we want an airplane scene and we want a desert scene. Let's got put those things together. Because uh, this one, like it, it, I think it flows a little bit better. What nice. do you think, Colin? I Colin. I, I, Colin. I here's the. It, Colin. Usually, I have some deep, nuanced opinions on video games, but with the Uncharted series, I've always had a tendency to just kind of like kick back turn my brain off and be like yeah i'm brandon frazier yeah <laughs> in the mummy. Stop the mummy yeah yeah um, <laughs> you're on the wrong I'm, side of the room i'm indiana jonesman <laughs> I'm, I'm searching for the treasures he's even got a whip in this game kind of i'm like so. laura croft but i look like johnny knoxville so like you but, sound uh, like danny devito <laughs> george everyone sounds like danny devito to you all they gotta do is wrap up their voice a little bit like this and george just like what are Jeez. you doing? Get yeah. your sword! Yeah. But, uh, Get your sword! <laughs> you gotta understand, whenever anyone talks in that voice, like, the mental image in my head <laughs> is them turning into Danny DeVito. So while you were, like, screaming Andrew, you're a goddamn bird! <laughs> I'm the Indiana Jones man! I, um, was just, like, imagining Danny DeVito cosplaying as Nathan Drake. I throw it! With a really tight button-up shirt. <laughs> like, 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 like stomping around in the hair. dust. Yeah. <laughs> A little, a little but, bit um, chub over the sides, a little bit muffin top going on. Yeah, some, some exposed belly. Oh, a, a little bit of fupa yeah. right there. <laughs> you know, like in Metal Slug, when when you eat too much food. Oh my gosh! I Good love times. I love the announcer's line for that. He does. He says big, not fat. Right. Yeah, he says big. <laughs> But he's yeah, also is- surprised by it. He's like, whoa, whoa big. big. And I, I also learned if you get hit when you're big, your character pops. Like <laughs> It's so disgusting. They, like, they just pop. That game is, is so incredibly gory, and it gets a pass because it's pixel art and is beautiful. <laughs> it also gets a pass if you just change the blood to sweat color. <laughs> and uh, then everything's fine. But yeah, but, Uncharted Four is great. Yeah, Uncharted yeah. Four is a video game. But um, I, I I usually just turn my mind off at the Uncharted games because it's just you know climbing and running and gunning. I, I'm usually not a big uh, like video game story person because most of them are badly written. But uh, I I've been really liking Uncharted Four. I'm about halfway through, and honestly, if you told me like no, you only played 20 minutes of the game, I'd probably agree as well because it's. It's you, very fast. It's a what, very fast-paced game. What chapter are you on, do you know? I'm on, uh, 12. Okay. Um, and there's oh, 23 I, chapters. Yeah, I know yeah, yeah. Like, I won't spoil anything. Like, I'm on 16. Is it, and, like, is it weird that sometimes when I'm, like, halfway through a game, I go, like, I wonder how many chapters are left? Oh, no. Like, I red box on the game, so it's like, I want to know how many chapters are left so I can see if I can beat it today for me specifically it's if i'm like you know all of a sudden i blink and i'm at chapter nine and i'm going like how like Mm. are the chapters Uh, just really short or am i just breezing through the game one thing Um, that i am kind of like noticing about this uh is like you can kind of feel the pattern of like explore climb puzzle shootout like for every chapter you know you can Mm. um but at least for me, I I was like, for the most part, I mean, I think the reason why I may have such like 
light and frilly opinions on Uncharted 4 might just be because the last triple-A third-person shooter I played was fucking Quantum Break. But, um, a game where you pretty much walk. Yeah. And then you and then, and then, and yeah. then you read, and then you you watch a TV show, and there's maybe some shooting in there. Uh, Uncharted Four, on the other hand, is you're, you're always doing something. There's yeah. like maybe two full instances of movie walking, mm-hmm. or or like cutscenes, and even then they go by so quickly that it's it's barely noticeable. Well, um, well, I have noticed like the pattern more prominent in this one. I still, I want to say like the game is really good. Like yeah. you're, you never feel like, Oh no, another shooting thing coming up. And you're like, Oh, I want to see what happens. You know, like, well, yeah, it, it's always I, kind I gotta of pushing say, you along. I, I really enjoy the characters and that's definitely like, I'm not a big fan of the story, but I think the characters are definitely really enjoyable. I like Nathan. I like Sam. I like Sully. I also think it's interesting that they're trying to like, like, especially at the beginning, they're trying to, like, humanize the characters a little bit. You know, like, they have, oh, like, yeah. little little bits that are like, hey, Nathan Drake's kind of like a dude. And, you know, like, <laughs> like they're kind of like normal people, but also their adventures with the upper body strength of ninja warriors. You know, Na- like... Nathan, Nathan Drake's an invincible video game hero, but he don't know what the Crash Bandicoot is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that the name of the, like, mystical magical artifact in this game? Yeah, no, the Crash Bandicoot. You have to collect a... the Wumpa Fruits. At, at least, I don't know, 30 seconds into the game, however long it takes to get to chapter four, uh, there's a part where he's like, I'll, I'll play you on your game box thing, and it boots up into the first level of Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, that's and cute. You, and you it, it, play it, the first level of Crash Bandicoot. It is, Wait, do it you is, play the first level? Yeah, of yes. it's really cool, because you have to use the D-pad. Like, you can't Whoa. use the sticks, you have to use the D-pad. And, like, uh... It, it, that is some Metal Gear shit. Yeah, <laughs> what whatever they say... Uh, you know, like really kind of correlates with what's happening on the screen. Like, there's this one really far jump at the end of the level, and it's like if you keep missing it, Nathan's like, uh, like, um, Elena's like, you know, why aren't you jumping far enough? He's like, I'm jumping far enough. The game's just like, it doesn't work. You know, like, <laughs> uh, it's it has a really good. And I, I'd, I'd watch Game Grumps with Nathan Drake. Yeah, I, I absolutely like squeaked with joy whenever it's like, let's play the game, and it shows like this old school PS One, and they turn it on, and you God. hear like, yeah. the, you hear the boom. Oh, like, this is incredible. This is yeah. straight up like nostalgia pandering, but hey, they're doing a good job of it. But mm. it's also. <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. Like, it's not yeah. the immediately identifiable, like, and, like, oh, I guess we'll play Laura Croft Tomb Raider, well, it's, but it's then the, Uncharted. It's it's the thing that Sony wants to hint at really badly, because Sony is definitely going to show off a PS4 Crash Bandicoot game at E3, even though they're trying to convince any, everyone that they aren't, they definitely are. Oh, they, they, they definitely be, are, you say? They, they they wouldn't be hinting at it so hard with with as much subtlety as the nudge nudge guy in that Monty Python sketch. Like, <laughs> like uh, it, it, it's the, funny at, to um, go ahead. No, at the PlayStation, like, for example, the PlayStation experience a few months ago, they have like one of the the 30 CEO. How many people are the head <laughs> of Sony? I got to say, there's like five of them. Sony's and, like, a Hydra. You cut uh, off more people. I don't know. One of them comes out and he's wearing like an Under Armour shirt, and then over that Under Armour shirt is like a Crash Bandicoot T-shirt, and he's just like, "Hey, look at my shirt. Pay Razzle no attention dazzle. to this. Yeah. <laughs> like, pay no attention to this giant Crash Bandicoot logo T-shirt I happen to be wearing." And then they're just like, "Oh, but it's not happening." It's like but, you uh, wouldn't be hinting at it unless you 
have something to show. Do you think it's a new Crash Bandicoot shirt or that it's from like 1999? I have I have no idea. <laughs> if, for for all I know, the guy could have went on like Zazzle a week earlier and just <laughs> put a PNG of the Crash Bandicoot logo, slapped it on, and had it like two day priority USPS shipped to his house. I'm, I'm just I'm just like saying that the 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 prediction, while not necessarily bold. Might might be relying on more more speculation than well. It's it's also confirmation for you to say it's definitely happening. Well, it's also interesting because they randomly like had an interview recently where they were like, "Oh yeah, Activision still owns Crash Bandicoot. We're totally not doing a Crash game." Meanwhile, a year ago, the uh, Naughty Dog was being interviewed by some website, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we wanted to put a Crash Bandicoot mini game in Uncharted Four, but we we totally can't." And now look. But it's so, not the Crash Bandicoot minigame. It's just it's the just, first level yeah. of Crash Bandicoot. So, uh, Which is really cool, actually. Yeah, yeah like, so, and, and it's funny, like, whenever you're playing the game, too, because it's like, uh, Nathan is, like, the mom character that's like, why does this fox <laughs> want to get all these apples? And then Elena's like, he's not a fox, he's a bandicoot, and it's Wumpa Fruits. And, like, well, why does the fox want to get fruits? He's like, it's... Oh, she, he's collecting them, you know? Like, you get a hundred, you get a life. And Nathan's like, a hundred? Like, that's way too many! It's, <laughs> May, it's, is, it's May is turning into the month of games where developers have decided they want to put... They want to put hidden levels of older games into their newer AAA games. Because we have Uncharted 4 with the Crash Bandicoot level. Doom is going to have Doom 1 and 2 levels. Oh yeah, and, I've seen that GIF. And Homefront 2, Electric Boogaloo, is going to have <laughs> Time Splitters levels, so... I mean, Good. I, I thought yeah. you were about to say hey, home for yeah, one level. levels, and everyone's going to be like, "Oh darn!" But yeah, <laughs> like, but like, even then, like, time splitters is a weird thing to to be hearkening back to. Like, I would think if they wanted to capitalize on that, they wouldn't do time splitters levels. They would just do like some kind of deathmatch mini game, where or maybe they would make time splitters. Bots. Well, or, that's or they could make time splitters for yeah. Home oh no, two is being made by Crytek, and Crytek is like really like I don't know when it comes to time splitters. They just well, the old team got folded into a new branch of Crytek. It's still Looks like the like same like free radical people that made perfect. Haze. Now they're making Homefront, <laughs> and so yeah. what a turn of events! Have you I gotta played say. Haze? Yeah. Uh, oh man, I, that game's bad. <laughs> I, it, it didn't do good things for the company. Haze more like, hey, that game's bad. Okay, next topic. Uh, hey, Matt. <laughs> uh, hey. Yeah, I, I saw your Metal Gear video last night. Oh, oh you did? Uh, do you Actually, have more criticisms? Uh, yeah, George, <laughs> Wait, the plugs really? go at have the people, end. Have people been, been, been hating on it? No, 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 I, I just... If <laughs> you remember that moment, like, you remember, like, when I you told me about Metal Gear 2? Yeah, and like my <laughs> reviews have totally changed since then. You never have you have you noticed that? Yeah, like it's totally really like changed it. since I then. Really, but well, one thing like when you were talking about playing without the tranquilizer, when you said it's like mommy not pushing your bicycle with the training <laughs> wheels on anymore, I was like, you should. Oh, I wish you could have seen the look on my face, like the grin. <laughs> Was, it it was is drastically different. Yeah, I, I went back and it's <laughs> drastically different because you 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 see certain things that you just don't see. And, I know, and, right? And you come from that game and you go to Metal Gear Four. Like, all right, the game 
the game, like it, the first two acts, I was loving it, like um, in terms of gameplay. So this is the desert, or have you gone to the the jungle yet? I finished it already. <laughs> so you're, oh, the okay, whole game. So you're talking about I finished four? it. I quite like the gameplay quite a okay. lot. Um, have we all I here don't... played four? Do we have to worry about spoilers? I've played every bit of four. Yeah, go for it. Okay, go all right, four. Well, yeah. uh, I mean, I'm not going to really spoil anything, but. Uh, how do you guys, before oh, no. I'm like the only guy here that actually even cares about this type of stuff, how do you guys feel about the fan service? Are you I, guys I, like the regular I, internet like, where it's like, yeah, I like boobies. <laughs> I like ass. You know, okay, I don't know. Like, okay, kind of that's fan a little service. bit too far. Yeah, I, I think like, uh, uh, like if you look at Quiet in uh, Metal Gear Solid 5, right? Like, it's like, oh, they have a reason why she's not wearing clothes. But, like, sure. even still where it's just like, yeah, but, I mean, it's kind of dumb. I think that the, what are they called in for? Like, the... The, the, the gecko bosses? unit. No, the, no, the, no, the not laughing, the bosses. The, the, the beauties. The, the Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast squad. Like, the camera angles, the right. light and, like, room they're, they're after all you drippy wait and you can whenever, take pictures. Yeah, whenever you get them off, they're all drippy and, like, they, like their uh, suits look like bikinis despite covering their entire body. And you're just kind of like, yeah, okay. Okay, it, it, but but also like you once you have the you could get the digital camera from um under Sunny's like you know like station or whatever in the mission briefing with um uh, the Mark II yeah. and you can wait for a long time and suffer through like the constant moaning and droning about she getting raped or the other one where uh uh she like kills her son and stuff like that. Not her son, sorry, her brother, and all this stuff. And then you go into a white room where you have a timer at the top, and you can take out your digital camera, and she will pose for you, any of the beauties. And in the background, you hear, ah, oh, 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 like, like this is like the jack off good, room. Man. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, that, it's the that's... jack off room. It's like, the ultimate, ultimate fan service without going fully nude. I, I think fan service is okay, like in three, where it's like you'll be running around and you'll see like pictures of like models. Yeah, you know? that's but, like, fine. They're kind of like stuff hidden. Is fine. Yeah, and like um, Eva is fine. There's also that joke like in Metal Gear Solid Two, where if you go in the locker and like you close it and like you call Otacon, Otacon's like Snake, what are you doing? And he's like, that's fine. Uh, like, yeah. I think that's okay. But whenever, like, I, I, I think with four, you really started to see fan service kind of go too far in the Metal Gear series. Like, it was just but it's like, also oh. like being plastered on top of these bosses who have no development in the story of the game. Like, right, they yeah. come out of no. nowhere. They, 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 they don't tied to anything. No <laughs> they one have talks development. About them. Or they, they, they do, do talk about them, but after you've killed yeah. them, and you're like, uh, oh, no, but it's only Drebin, though. That's I, the yeah. only one. And the thing is, like, I, it's so stupid. Like, he tells you a ghost story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I think even in the background while he's talking, there's, like, the monkey going, like, like, <laughs> like, like yeah. one day a woman was so scarred by war she became the ultimate warrior some say she still haunts the battlefield to this day whenever, whenever I think of Metal Gear Solid 4 the only thing I can think of is 
the goddamn opening with the voice of the generation, David Hayter. <laughs> Fucking, okay, no, like, because when, when Matt said, f- what do you guys think of the fan service, I didn't know if you were talking about tits and ass, or, or if like, you were talking about, yeah. like, oh, I, we will play the first level of Metal right, Gear right, Solid right, right, now. Yeah. Hey, if oh, you look, push it's triangle, Rex fighting Ray yeah. in slow motion. <laughs> if you push triangle, you can see stills from the old games. Remember the old games, right? Like, I yeah. do. Remember yeah. that Take part? Take out your iPod. <laughs> trademark and listen, <laughs> to some listen to the metal, metal gear, gear solid tune. restricted yeah. it's it's like the le- like this is the last game reminisce on the past let's throw all the characters from all the other games in this one last yeah. game for the and big hurrah and tie up. up all the loose ends i can by making them attach somehow and Whoops. i thought it was a complete mess whoopsies yeah. I thought oh, it, was it a turns out we mess. didn't do that. Quote, oopsie doopsie, unquote, Kojima. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, yeah, yeah, it, oh my gosh. It, it, I mean, you? okay, he didn't want to make Metal Gears, but he made Metal Gear 3 pretty good. And then he goes, and he really didn't want to make Metal Gear 4, but it, it, this oh. one comes out like the gameplay is really good, like the best, the best. Like I was like, oh, I want to keep playing this. And I then think the story just bad. keeps going downhill. Here's an long cutscene. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, the ending, you're like, no, no, it's not the, done yet. And the then, worst and part... He, oh, go he, ahead, just show, he just shows... The guy shows up, a guy from the, <laughs> the past. Guy, the, the important the, guy. The guy. The guy you think you burnt to a crisp. Like, that was the part where I was like, no, after all this bullshit, this... That was the part where I was like, okay, this is too much. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I, oh. Man, I wish I, wish I could, without having to like go into spoilers and spoil a almost 10 year old game for the audience god that's so uh. i i I know what cutscene we're talking about and like it's after the (laughs) so-called credits like the two second credits yeah like everyone shows up after that too because not only do you have the guy but you have the other guy and you're like oh okay i guess the, you're still the patriot around himself yeah like, oh, okay the whole the whole experience was me just like reaching new levels of okay this is too far like, that game has not one but two hour long cutscenes. and considering that metal gear solid is famous for having really long cutscenes, at the one hour mark of cutscene one i was like okay this is too far and then after the next hour of the next hour long cutscene, way later in the game i was like this is way too far stop <laughs> and then, like, well as you said this is a game that has such long cutscenes that they run out of cutscene and just start showing like slideshows statistics yeah. and slide which is still part of the cutscene like they just <laughs> yeah. they just that just takes less animation work so okay matt i want to ask you a question mm-hmm. What did you think of the part where Liquid Ocelot <laughs> shows up? Oh, he jumps on top of a little <laughs> He jumps on top of a little little piece of metal poking out of the ocean and all of a sudden a grand reveal of Mount Rushmore except with Metal Gear Solid characters instead of presidents crashes onto the shore as oh, Rex and, after Rex and Ray battle in slow the motion. Guns. I thought you were going to talk about Snake. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that moment was great. I, I don't know. Like there, there are like moments in the game I want to think are great, but in the act of playing them, I'm just like exhausted by how far. Some of the moments are pretty good. Like how too far I, it goes. People like to talk smack about Raiden, but Raiden is freaking cool in this one. Like damn, those <laughs> yeah, action cutscenes like are like amazing. Their, also, you had get the to make Raiden super cool. The, the Metal Gear Two Doctor shows up in conversation, and having played the game, you're like, oh, I know who that is. Right, right, uh, but, right. It's like, oh, Madnar. I was 
like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so uh, the first time I was playing Metal Gear Solid 4, I was at my brother's house, and he hasn't played, like, any of them, and he knew he knows very little about Metal Gear. Uh, and the cutscene was happening with the finger guns in it. Yeah. And, like, he comes in, and he's like, what? What is this? And I'm like, I, oh, and, like, I, said, I said, well... And I'm like, pause, and I'm like, I, I can't. Like, I can't. Like, <laughs> I, okay, is it bad that I actually liked it a little bit? I kind of like no, that scene. I think, I think it's fine, because, like, that's, like, total 100% camp, and, like, Metal Gear was not, like, trying to be, like, we're something greater. It's, like, it had, like, the really cool Metal Gear message while still being, like, goofy and fun. And it's, like, yeah, I think that I, I feel think like they missed it on this one, though. Okay, like, yeah. They, they whiffed, oh my god, so bad. I have a similar story. I was playing it at a friend's house, and someone who I don't know walked in, who I presume doesn't play video games very well, during the same cutscene. Because there are a lot of opportunities for people to walk in during MGS4 cutscenes. Yeah, like the masturbation room. <laughs> most of the game is cutscenes, and you guys also seen the cutscenes uh, are way too damn long. Have you guys seen the Mega64 video? Where, like, uh, I think it's like Derek has to get ready for a wedding. And like uh, Sean will just keep coming in, like, dude, like the wedding's in an hour, dude. The wedding, the wedding's now, dude. It's been two weeks since the wedding, <laughs> and they they have like made up audio for all these like just fake cutscenes. So it's like Snake, there's a lot of nano machines. I know, let's count them all individually. One, two. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I, it's just going back to the story. Man walks into room while other man's playing metal quote-unquote playing Metal Gear Solid 4 <laughs> during the same cutscene you guys are talking about. Do you remember when when Eva or Big Mama in this game is injured and she's lying on the floor oh my God. and she's like yeah. holding her stomach and says some sweet words to Snake yeah, and then Jerebin's monkey comes up. The camera pans down a bit. You can see a faint hint of like nipple slipping out of her open jacket and the monkey and Snake and e the whole picture is just the stupidest thing I've seen in my life and this guy walks in and just kind of looks at the screen and then looks at me and I shake my head and then he walks away. <laughs> yeah. Dude, 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 dude. Like, it, but it, it's like, it's not only the bosses either with all that fan service. It's also just like all the female characters always have their, their buttons like all the way down. And there was a point where she, you remember where he meets, uh... Not Rose. What's the other doctor? Naomi. 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 Who, who doesn't um, have an accent anymore? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, they also got rid of her accent in uh, Twin Snakes. That's so weird. Yeah, yeah. They retconned her having an accent. Uh, <laughs> there, there's a part where he's looking at Naomi and she's sitting down on the bed. He drops his cigarette on purpose, goes down and does one of those quick mo uh, like looks to look under her skirt. Like, it's so obvious what he's doing. And okay. it's just like, oh, wait. I, I was about this? to say, but I, I liked her character in 4, but then I remembered a scene midway through the game that no matter how hard I think about the stuff that she does to conclude her arc in this game, like, I cannot wrap it's my head around. I, See, I do not dumb. understand. Why See, did she kill that's... herself? That's funny, George, because I don't remember Naomi doing anything else other than exposition. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she like reverse engineers snakes and fox die and has this like like takes Kiwi's non family point. virginity and. <laughs> 
anyways, or Hal, I mean... Inject, inject yourself with this. It'll be fine, she said. It, yeah, okay, except it was a ruse, except it wasn't a ruse, except we're not allowed to know, except... All right, all right. When, when, when she comes back, right, when that room, that same room where all that happens, what I just said, if it didn't cut it, get cut out, you, you see Vamp come out for the first time, and then you see him, see her come behind him and pick up his knife that's right, right where his... His sausage is supposed to be. Yeah, picks it up vamp. and he pushes it back down. That is the most like. What is this? <laughs> like, I, I just don't understand where where this was going or what he's trying to say with this. But all of it is just overly, just Cause, cause overly you, like, sexualized, like everywhere. Could it's you so imagine? Much. Uh, yeah. vamp like at the army navy store and it's like okay we have the sheath for your knife right here he's like no i want it to be right in front of my penis and like, yes. what like why he's like oh i'm gonna take it out all the time and i'm gonna lick it and put it back in and they're like what what are you doing i'm a vampire and he like just runs away it's like oh yeah. god we have just runs on water out of the room <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then the guy's just like we have another fucking weirdo coming you know like God, but that's what I like. Oh, I like uh, that I game play, had a cast of weirdo bosses and just did nothing with them except d- d- the jerk off rooms. Like yeah. having the boss's backstory be a scary ghost story that that the radio man tells you is like that is the opposite of how every other game, including the ones later on, do their bosses. Yeah, yeah. It's I I, I one, one more thing before we move on um is I don't like the way they did Snake. Like I actually didn't like Snake's character. Like what they did with Snake they made him old and like constantly like falling over and ca- like <laughs> they just made it awkward to watch. Oh, oh, like he's smoking again. Oh that yeah. bad yeah. snake. Yeah, like <laughs> slap his hand, like oh. But it's okay because the like, loading screen tell you not to smoke. So like the camera focuses on the no smoking sign for five minutes to <laughs> cram the message home. It's like beating, like well, yeah, when snake is inst- like beating a dead horse and then beating it again and then beating it again when and you're then installing beating the game, it again. When you're installing the game, you have like <laughs> snake smoking, and at the bottom it's yeah, like don't smoke, don't smoke, it's, like, it's bad. <laughs> and then it's, it's also like go outside. You like it's a life. Yeah. <sighs> also, yeah. What did you think of those twenty-minute install times? I, you know, oh, listen. Boy. I just put it on the background. I recorded that junk so I could just. What just did you put think that. of those twenty-minute mission briefings? I they're they're like a vlog. They're like a like you're just watching it. Just it's just some certain stuff. You just it just didn't need to be in the game, and it's there. What like, did you think of uh, those twenty-minute-long cutscenes with one minute of gameplay, where you just walk into the next room for the next twenty-minute <laughs> cutscene? That, that was that was like the first bit of it. And I was like, oh no, no, but see, oh, it's okay because no. you get to push triangle sometimes, and pictures of other games will pop up. <laughs> oh no, like but yeah, was, I, it's weird because like at first I was like, oh no, this is gonna be bad, isn't it? Because he's just standing there and everyone's just dying. He's just standing there, and I'm like, snake. Aren't you going to react? Are you going to go behind the car? Are you going to do something? He just, if you watch it again, he's just standing there. Like the whole, like he's, Kojima has always been slow with his like stuff. Yeah. Like he's very slow, long drawn out, uh, long shots that need to be cut sooner. And it's it just, it's just awkward. But this one is just, it's, it just makes it worse. All of this mm. stuff is just slow and 
it doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, didn't you talk to people about how you're supposed to, like, how do you do this scene and then go and when you're with Mero, you do this whole like, oh, we work together. My name is Mero and my name is Snake. And we do the whole army thing where we tap on each other's shoulders to know that we're ready to move forward down the hall. Like, yeah. and it's Damn so, it, Akiba, you loon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. He was probably like the best part. Just seeing, seeing who he was and stuff like that. I was like, oh, this is cute. Like, the, this the is the type of wackiness I want. Between, like, him and her, like, during this shootout, you're like, what? What? Yeah, it's, it's like, so what? ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it, it was like, he was definitely went the whole movie route this time, but it's so incoherent. It's, I just I just imagine the whole time while Kojima was writing this, he's just at his little typewriter I guess, with a <laughs> big <laughs> bottle of like Jaeger or something and he's like, alright, let's fucking do this. <laughs> knock it out in one night. <laughs> just knock it out. Yeah. Really? I, my my theory is that this is the, the Star Wars prequels of the Metal Gear games because uh, <laughs> this is the point where, where we have like <sighs> Kojima's full unadulterated unedited completely indulgent weirdness like like thrashed into our faces with nothing nothing to hold it back he had a co-writer named tomokazu fukushima uh <laughs> starting with him with metal gear solid and worked at konami up until around like the mid-2000s and he left before mgs4 he has a new co-writer now i don't know his name but uh the point is, by by the time in this point's history, by the time in the series' history that the new co-writer would have come on, Kojima now has this uh, air of reverence about him. He's the guy who made Metal Gear Solid. Thus, he gets less editing, less direction from right. from the people he's working with. And so in this game, he just goes completely wild. Like, no one says, no, players are going to understand that... That we're gonna joke about snake smoking the third joke in so instead we have like 18 smoking jokes no one on the team was like no kojima two one hour long cutscenes is is too much maybe we should cut that maybe we should cut them down to 30 minute cutscenes, which is still ridiculous by video game standards but also in league with like what mgs3 and 2 had and also the thing is like comparing the cutscenes even in mgs uh two three and four like the cutscenes in mgs3 are efficient mm -hmm. like they convey stuff with cinematography like the camera points yeah. at something someone says something and moves on to the next one and mgs4 like that same routine will happen but four times over the same topic in the same cutscene yes. before moving on to the next topic of discussion about five minutes talking. later and it's not efficient it, it, it's, it's, it's super inefficient <laughs> Like that, that last last scene after the credits is so drawn out. That's because it's there's a bunch so of old people. And the so writing makes no sense because no one looked at the script and said, no, Kojima, players aren't going to get it. And when Kojima's <laughs> like, no, that's the intention, that's the message or something, no one was like, that's dumb. MGS4, self-masturbation by Kojima. Exactly. And the thing is, like, MGS2 is also really hard to understand but yes. it actually makes sense when you look at it closely mgs4 is just like it's not that it's, it's a costume party yeah. it was supposed to wrap up the series and it failed at that it was supposed to also be a good game and i believe I, I was day. wondering why you didn't review it and now i know why yeah i don't like <laughs> i believe four. i don't like it i believe there's a there's a guy on youtube i follow and he called it uh my big fat metal gear greek wedding <laughs> 
Yep. Oh gosh! Which, oh, <laughs> with the ending. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, there is, there is a, there is even a wedding scene in this. Ca- <laughs> yeah, where, where wacky, lovable characters and do, a monkey and a monkey all get married together. <laughs> a monkey that drinks soda with a black yeah. man. Yep. <laughs> who tells ghost stories every time you kill a boss and it's so weird like that the bosses were the neglected part of this story like of all the time maybe the cutscenes would feel more efficient if they were spent building you up for the boss fights yeah yeah well, but there was see, no build up they're just like oh these guys are there um the bo- that's the it bosses the bosses were neglected on their build-up because they were neglected in their life, and it represents their character. Oh, oh, oh my gosh, you're going to piece it together for all the crazies out there who are going to say that this game is good, and it is not. And story-wise, I would say the gameplay was fun, but the story was just... But even then, like, there's not that much gameplay. Like, when MGS2 <coughs> came out and got lambasted for having good gameplay but long cutscenes, they released a version with a whole bunch of, like, extra challenge arcade mode levels. And skateboarding. I, yeah, it's, and a skateboarding one, too. The, the substance re-release. <laughs> and I kept thinking, as the years and years went on, that there would be a version of MGS4 like that with extra levels. And that never happened. It's, like, it's, why did that never happen? It's funny because we kind of have, like, the opposite problem with Metal Gear Solid Five, where it's like, there's almost <laughs> yeah. too much gameplay and no cutscene. There needs to be balance. No yeah. one is balancing Kojima oh, anymore. And I really hope that, that the whatever project he's working on now, bad. yeah, does yeah. not have, I was just have thinking about that. these problems. Yeah. Where, I, I, where it's it made, just too much of one thing. It it made me think of uh I forgot the guy's name, but the guy who's making uh Mighty Number no. Nine and, and Red Ash and all oh, that. It's, just like, it's like yeah. maybe it was the team that made those games good and not him because yeah. man, that game looks rough. Well <laughs> rough. I mean the, the the big thing about Inifune is that he just takes the credit of creating Mega Man even though he didn't. Yeah. <gasps> so so, so when Kojima was making Metal Gear Solid 2, he had an idea box where all of the employees <laughs> in, in his studio could just toss an idea in the I box. Love, I love this I love pause, it. and then George is like, I'm just going to talk about Metal Gear Solid 2 oh, some sorry. more. But it's like, like, you can see that Metal Gear Solid 2 is such like a smorgasbord of cool stuff, whereas Metal Gear Solid 4 is just a smorgasbord. <laughs> Yeah. It's got too much smorg and not enough forward. <laughs> like the whole idea of of you having a button that would make you pull out into aiming your gun after leaning against the wall. That was from the idea box. Kojima didn't come up. None of the geniuses on staff did. Just some guy who anonymously jotted it down and threw it in the idea box. Some guy who, whenever everyone else leaves the office, runs around like with a little <laughs> Nerf gun. And he's just like, oh man, this is going to be so cool, guys. <laughs> like like <laughs> leaning <laughs> out from, from walls and, and doing the win back from yeah, the N64 like, move. Like one day someone sees him and it's like, what are you doing? I, uh, I'm getting, I'm working. See, look, I'm Feedback. putting this idea yeah. in the box right now. I'm prototyping. Yeah. Well, Get out of the he- room, mom. I'm prototyping. <laughs> it's not a phase. <laughs> well, guys, we will see you after these messages. More tribes. 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 Wow. Hello and welcome. Um, I totally skip Mr. Weedman here. What, what did you do? Um, I, I played Dark Souls and slept. That was Amazing. the joke we've, we, we've been setting up for. Yeah. 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 
Now to talk about IndieCade more. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> but okay, random no, news. We we actually have a long a long list of news topics this week that that isn't just Colin talking about IndieCade, which was fine. Don't get me wrong, but it also you know wasn't wasn't the long list of news topics that that have us uh, poking fun of current events by by audacious personalities like John Romero. And Adrian Carmack suspending their Kickstarter for Black Room. Black Room. That's that that's happened. a name of a game. You, yeah, have you have you guys Black heard of this? Room? No. I, I definitely have. Yeah, Colin. Black you should Room. Should be a teaser before they announce the Kickstarter. Matt and Scrib, let me let, let's paint a picture for them, okay, Colin? Yes. All right. Paint me a picture. Okay. So so picture, if you will, a. 90s crossfire uh, voice okay. announcer I'm guy. I'm right there. I'm right there. Talking about the gameplay of Black Room, a holographic, glitched out virtual hell where players Black will Room. where players will shoot their way through lightning fast stages of visceral classic FPS action. And then cut to John Romero saying, I made Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Because I watched the the Kickstarter video for this game and it was hilarious because that's pretty much exactly what it is. They they have a '90s crossfire announcer talking over concept art of of the very Tron like concept that is Black Room. Uh, he made a Kickstarter game for a classic first person shooter. They are asking for seven hundred thousand. They got one hundred thirty one thousand within two days, which was actually pretty good. Actually, no, it was um, four days. They got. Oh. One one hundred thirty one k of their seven hundred k goal in, in four days, which is fine, but considering Romero's track record and the lack of gameplay and renders and screenshots in their Kickstarter presentation, I guess caused them to be like, "Oh shit, we actually don't have a lot to show for the money that we want and the money we're getting." Let's let's put it which on is, pause. Which is really interesting because like developers have asked like for more for less before yeah and also a lot of the big famous ki- I, like, I have a hard I mean, time double, simp- double fine adventure was literally just tim schaefer going hi yeah. i'm gonna make some game with the money you give me yeah i'll have uh, it's gonna be uh, some probably a point and click and also bloodstained and pillars of eternity didn't have gameplay in their trailers that was like in, in yeah. the 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 message board decorum of the public outcry about this project that was the grand offense was them not having gameplay however it's also really weird when you compare it to other projects that that succeeded that didn't have gameplay but the thing is this one has john romero who did yeah. make doom but also has a really bad track record and this is like something i can actually sympathize with with the criticism over because since making doom john romero made daikatana oh he then everyone loves it founded a studio called monkey stone games that uh everyone knows about that studio i haven't just heard about it for the first time right now (laughs) they they made some very very cheap low budgeted not very successful portable titles they made a (laughs) version of red faction for the engage oh no (laughs) so after that he joined midway for the gauntlet seven sorrows reboot in 2005 the game was a train wreck development was a train wreck he left development months before release he then worked on an mmo for a couple years that turned out to be canceled we don't know what the name of it is he worked on a competitive fps called severity 
that was canceled. And then in 2010, he started making some like real cheap schmaltzy pay to win mobile stuff uh, from a company called Loot Crate Games. Oh. <laughs> and uh loot crate games wow not 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 loot crate loot uh loot, loot, loot drop loot drop loot, loot, drop. loot drop yeah and that that's romero's post doom history up till today where he kickstarts another first person shooter and the kickstarter when you go on the page it says it was canceled but when you look at the news it says it was suspended well because you can't you can't pause on kickstarter yeah so they're going to try again later uh, yeah <laughs> i i'm not really sure how to feel on this uh just just for clarification doom's my favorite game ever um ooh doom 4 is in 4 hours but uh is it four hours you, you got it yeah. pre-ordered and stuff oh no really yeah i do you do oh mm-hmm. gosh good i mean luck. i've seen oh, some yeah, good luck is good hope fast. you have fun i yeah. mean doom 3 right. was cool i, I guess i'll i guess doom i'll three step fun? step step out of the black room and go into the doom room for a minute <laughs> uh, oh that sounds so bad I, the open beta was fine. I don't get it. I don't get the but hate. But you also have it pre-ordered. You are financially obligated to, to like give it. this game some slack. Yeah, but I'm also a big fan of Doom. I was going to try out this game anyway. That's- I, I, well, I mean, for me... Like I, I'm getting it for the single play. I don't even. I didn't. I didn't well, even, yeah, no. I, obviously, I, no yeah, one buys Doom for the multiplayer. There, there's always the multiplayer. Always, I mean, for a lot of games, have been weird. So I, I wouldn't judge it mm. fully on that. But like looking at that, I'm like, you know what? Ooh. Colin's got a point though. It's not 1995 anymore. There's no reason to play Doom for the multiplayer. Well, this this is what I was saying. I can't wait to get shit for this. But like <laughs> uh, the biggest weird complaint about Doom's multiplayer component was the fact that it's like, oh, it plays nothing like Doom. And as someone who absolutely loves Doom, it was kind of a weird complaint because what is considered like Doom, Doom multiplayer? Because you can either talk about a what is essentially an experimental bonus from yeah. 1993 or the thing from Doom 3 that everyone hates. Uh, yeah, I was about so, to say, like, does this mean, like, you know, oh, you can look up, not like Doom. Yeah, <laughs> so the, the idea of making a multiplayer that is more Halo-like, which even then, it, it, it the easiest comparison to make because of the armor customization and, and the loadouts is halo but really it just plays like a slower quake 3 yeah because all the weapons are quake they're all quake 3 guns there's quake 3 power-ups there's no regenerating health there's double jumps there's where do you get halo from that is not halo it, it's it it's just looks because like you halo visually yeah it's like, because like, it but that's looks, because halo also borrowed a lot of the, it's space marine design from doom anyways yeah. maybe old halo maybe like i think it's halo it's, it's, one it's, mixed with quake maybe it's Probably. it's it's more like i would say it's the armor customization and loadouts of halo mm. 4 mixed with just quake that's really that's really what it is I'm gonna Google yeah. Doom for four hours. No, it comes out in four hours. No, oh, it comes four out. hours. Oh god, it's eight good. o'clock. It comes out at midnight. Oh geez, because because when you were saying that, I was like, oh, why would they? Why no, would they bank no, on multiplayer for this Doom? <laughs> no, that's Doom not four no. hours. I will say though that like now that they've actually had time to show off the single player, it looks pretty good. I saw some footage last night of it running on a PC by someone who got it to go fast, and it oh, looked. Yeah. 
a lot NVIDIA faster tech than, demo. Yeah, looks, yeah. It looked like he was trying to speed run it, and it looked speed runnable. Yeah. Which is okay. good. So yeah, you, no, you it, want the fast-ish gameplay jumping yeah. around in the room. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah that's Doom, I mean, one of the, Doom was because, one of the first games that had like a timer at the end of the level. And you know, yeah. like you would have par time and you would have dev time. So like there was always that incentive where it's like, I gotta get through this real fast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Danny I mean, DeVito. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, get that Batman. <laughs> I think when most people were were playing Doom's multiplayer, I think that what they were really expecting was something more like Quake 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Because that's really whenever anyone thinks of '90s FPS, which like, I mean is like that's, that is also yeah. a reasonable explanation or yeah. expectation. I mean, at least we have Unreal Tournament. Yeah, and Quake yeah. Live is still a thing. Yeah, but it also is 1999 graphics, and I guess people want to see what this would look like nowadays. But sure, Unreal Tournament fits that. It scratches that itch. For for me, uh, with with the new Doom, I've I've always kept myself at um, sort of halfway expectations, and I'm really just curious as to how the single player is going to be. But God, that E3 footage was fucking awful. Yeah, especially now that they've actually shown off like <laughs> not tech demoy all the footage I've seen of the game, except the Nvidia people speed running it looked awful. <laughs> yeah. It's it's kind of like the same effect that Wolfenstein the New Order had, where all of the pre-release footage for the New Order looked terrible, but then as soon as you played it, you're like, oh man, this is yeah, that was a good game. Great, yeah, it was okay, it was, it was fine. It was, I, I liked it. So meanwhile, in in going back to the black room, oh. uh, I oh. just I I guess you know I, John Romero's been putting out Doom levels recently, and they're really good, like really really good i still I gotta if, play if them you guys have yeah they're do it <laughs> <laughs> he's basically been putting out uh alternate versions of certain doom levels as custom mods and for the original doom and it's pretty damn good so and adrian carmack is the reason why those old doom games look as rad as they do mm-hmm. so i'm i'm really curious as to see how this will kind of come about and what their gameplay is going to be for when Meanwhile, they do show off. Okay. In news of games that get regularly published and come out on time and generally hit their mark, a new Civ's coming out. Woo! Uh, um, I, I, maybe I'll try this one. I, I enjoyed the playing with you. That's pretty Have much you, where it was at for me. So the big thing about this Civ, um, like the, one of the biggest things besides uh, going to Hex as opposed to uh, Squares mm-hmm. um, in Civ Five was like, you know, you could no longer stack your military. Like you couldn't put a bunch of units on one tile to create yeah, like this super army. Be tactical. Um, have you heard what they're doing with this one? Like what the focus is for this nope. one? All I've seen is the trailer, which is oh. just pretty pictures of yeah. okay. the games no oh yeah. so like okay so you don't like even black room you oh. haven't even seen like the no. the the horses picture that like reddit is freaking out about no link um, me baby uh woof. give me a second like because okay. uh what they're trying to do now is um like they're really focusing on like city building in this one and what they want to do is have all your upgrades like uh visible from the map mm-hmm. as opposed to like a uh, civ 5 where it's just like you know you could have like this really cool city and it'll just look like everyone else's regular but, yeah, city the, the personality um, of the city was all on a spreadsheet 
Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, this one, like you can see it and they're supposed to expand to like different tiles, uh, and like, you know, take up like actual bits of the world. Um, I don't, they haven't really said that much about it, uh, other than that, but I'm already stoked for that because I was actually playing, uh, Civ 5 like the day before Civ 6 got announced and I was mm-hmm. sitting there like being like, I wonder when they're going to announce Civ 6. And then I was looking at Stellaris gameplay and like it, the trailer came up and I was like, Oh, it Neo. always happens. And like, this is like yeah. an example of a franchise that's just like very quietly and maturely made every game. And I don't know, like there's usually not really a whole lot of, uh, well, I don't. It, the cycle goes where every new Civ is a little bit underwhelming until the expansions come out, and then it just like blows the previous one out of the water once it's all expanded upon. But it, yeah, it like, seems uh, like this, a reliable enough cycle. Like no one gets mad over Civ, is is this, I guess what I mean. Like genuinely this mad Civ at least. Five is um like it's uh they said that they already have like religion. And, like, all the things that uh, the expansions added to 5, like, already in uh, the new Civ right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're already going to, like, kind of see that. There's the article right there. It's like, for those of you who don't know, there's a picture of horses for, like, Civ 5. And then there's a picture of horses for Civ uh, 6. And people are like, uh, it looks so bad. There is a way, there's, like, Civ 6 has a more cartoony look to it. Um, and I'm trying to find a picture of that, um, because people are kind of freaking out about it. Um, where did that screenshot come from? Uh, it's right here. Cause, cause they're just like zooming in on one tiny yeah, little like, element. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a totally out. biased picture. Yeah, um, there we go. Okay. Like, yeah, Civ 6 oh. looks a lot more colorful. I'm, yeah, it is the, more colorful. I'll give the, that. It, the it doesn't look very detailed, though. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. But I also think that, like, you know, it's we don't know how much of it, like graphics wise, is finished. But you know? also, these games are always unreasonably unoptimized, so maybe it shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then, I mean, Civ's not about the graphics, anyways. I mean, right. they're just, they're just going for a more simpler, like cartoony, probably art so style. you can see what you need to see from far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, we don't know how much, like, the graphics have been developed. Oh, and these on are them. hexes. Like, yeah, it is still a hex thing. Uh, the graphics might change. I I think it looks okay. I don't think it looks too great or too bad. I'm certainly really interested about uh, this whole city management idea, because um, one thing that I'm interested to see is, like, usually cities take up one tile... Uh, and then, you know, if you have an enemy marching to that tile and they, like, manage to get on it, they capture that city. Well, it's like, well, how is that played with multiple tiles? Like, you know, do you have to, like, slowly work it down? Like, I don't know. I'm really interested. Coolio. Yeah, but six, six, <laughs> hope it's hope it's real good. Uh... So, meanwhile, in, in news that, uh, gets people actually riled up depending on the genre um, so someone is finally making a a world war one military shooter and Hang it's gonna on. be battlefield let's, let's let's stop that it's the second oh that's right verdun exists but but it's verdun it's it's not a big game it doesn't count there you go oh, that's my logic i don't know but, oh, yeah but i know the battlefield one <laughs> but like it, it's triple a world war one which is weird 
It I mean, also has a terrible name, Battlefield One. Oh, I hate that yeah. name. I hate that name. It has so, a black statue, guys. So there is a cool black dude with a cape <laughs> for your statue. <laughs> the, the I know all you white people and don't bludgeon, but <laughs> it's pretty cool to actually see something like that in such a AAA game. Like it, like, it could have been a Latina, and I, I would, I would have been okay with it. Like it's to see it another race other than white is actually pretty interesting, and and it's well, all over the covers too. Yeah, isn't there like there there is a there's a reason for it? Like the well, Harlem, yeah, because the, Hell, the Harlem Riders. Hellfighters are the, yeah, pre- yeah, 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 the yeah. pre-order DLC. The bonus. Harlem Hellfighter. I'm gonna Google that. Harlem. <laughs> And oh, also, <laughs> there's there's only there's like a white guy in the trailer, not any of the black guys. So it's just it was just weird to see. Like, oh look, oh the, uh, there's a black. It's, what a what? Like, oh, I, so I they do not wear eyes. capes. If you Google image search for the Harlem male fighters, they're most certainly not wearing capes that are blowing in the wind as they hold like a little spiky mace and a pistol. Yeah. Okay. So like. The aesthetic, I, I've always wondered how how a AAA World War One's gonna gonna pull itself off because Verdun is like kind of simulationist, right? I don't know, Colin. You're like the only one who actually plays that game, so, so I I know people who play it. <laughs> you and your weird friends, then. I okay. Basically, um, I think Battlefield One with the dumbest name in the universe that I hate. They should have just called it Battlefield 1914 yeah. or 1918, or they they should have just made Battlefield 2143. That's yeah, just my opinion. Cool. But um, uh, it's definitely interesting. Uh, because I, what I'm really curious about Battlefield One is because they can't they can't do like Battlefield Three and Four's gameplay style with World War One weapons. It's just going to feel weird, and that's why right. World and War so, One I'm, has always been avoided because the <clears throat> guns are super lame. And, yeah, and like and trench warfare is going to be difficult to do yeah, as well. So I'm really, I'm really wondering if with this game, if they're going to try to go for slower, more 1942 Vietnam style battlefield gameplay, that was fun. or or if they try to keep it sort of quick and fast to adapt to the newer players. Well, because the biggest issue, uh, one of the big news stories about Battlefield One being announced was more than the game actually being announced was the fact that it was getting more likes on the trailer than infinite warfares because uh, it's 2016 and people are still, still having yes. call of duty versus battlefield arguments, which thank, by thank the you, way, I just want to mention 10 years ago, no one did this shit. No one, no one no, cared years, about this stupid 10 war. years ago. No one <laughs> dared compare. Sorry. sorry no one, it, I'm the, I'm the <laughs> one guy who complains about console wars and VR wars. And it's, I think it's just stupidity. I really think it's dumb. Cause 10 years ago, no one was like, man, 2142 is coming out. Fuck modern warfare. Like no one did that. No one. It, it's only ever since like battlefield became, are, are you sure not that the people who do this are like adults whose opinions are worth respecting? Yes. Like, yeah, because if when was- you watch the Twitch chat, for the Battlefield 1 announcement was literally just rip COD. Just repeated well, like, over and over again. But how do you know that those are adults whose opinions are worth respecting? It, I, but there's so much of it, dude. There is. There is there's so much. So much children of have this. a lot of free time. I, I get... I, you, it's so easy <laughs> to say that they're all the children, <laughs> but then you meet these people and you're like, they're, they're not children. Have you met it's, these people? I, I've, I've <laughs> met a you? couple. I've met a couple. George, one thing I'm interested children, in seeing about is but, how blimps work. 
in the oh, game. Because yeah. <laughs> like, just how I, uh, stuff in general would work. Like you see the, horses, and right, in real life, people found out that no horses don't work in a World War One <laughs> yeah, situation. Like, ho- horses have been something that's been promised since like Battlefield Three. Like it's always <laughs> been hinted. It's like there's going to be horses, and then like they've always joked about dinosaurs. Um, so like finally, like horses are going to be a deal. Yeah, like, yeah. Finally, yeah. That's a, horses are going to be a deal, and I'm I'm pretty stoked to see. Like how that's, they're done. That's another thing, though. I want to bring up is the fact that everyone's always like, "Oh man, rest in peace, Call of Duty, or rest in peace, Verdun." Now oh that my God. Battlefield, but one by by saying you don't care, you're no, making us no. okay. Okay, but no, what I'm not just like just in the whole like Battlefield versus Call of Duty argument, but just saying, oh, now that Battlefield One is out, like all of these other games are now irrelevant. Which I don't, especially with something like Verdun, because the idea being that. Verdun, if you don't know, is a PC-only World War One shooter that came out of early access last year um, and has been out for a year now. And it's great. If you if you like sort of old-style Battlefield and World War One, you should go check it out. It's like 20 bucks. Um, but a lot of people are going, oh, man, now that there's an, this this Battlefield's now doing World War One, like, is Verdun just going to go away? And I, I wouldn't think so because... Mm-hmm. You have games like Insurgency and Red Orchestra 2 that have also been doing sort of, sort oh, yeah. of niche like, different. You know, war shooters. I, I was, yeah. was going to mention Red Orchestra 2 because it's like it, they sound kind of similar in the fact that they're realistic. And it's like yeah. there is there is a community that absolutely 100 percent loves. I think Red Insurgency is a better you know? comparison because Insurgency is also a smaller like twenty dollar like there's just kind of like battlefield but there's no vehicles it's just all you know boots on the ground like close combat and and you Um, know they don't really take risks like triple a studios don't really take risks like you're not gonna like battlefront you see that it's just like you don't take any risk on the gameplay it's just like simple stuff like i don't know yeah can i be okay with both Call of Duty being in space and Battlefield being yes, 100 years absolutely. ago. Yeah, that's You're a normal fine. person. That's, Congratulations. That's, that's all right. Because both I of think, those are like new, wacky, kind of stupid settings to put a video yeah, game that's, in. That's fine. Like, I, 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 I'm really interested to see, like, you know, will mustard gas be like a thing? <laughs> God, like, they, yes. they saw, like, saw there's the somebody goop. putting on a, a gas mask. It's right. like, will you have to worry about, like, filters and stuff? Like, you know. I guess, I guess really at this point, it's really just how many things they copy from Verdun and how many things they just put on their own. Because Verdun has the gas, Verdun has the trench warfare, like, sort of game modes. Does it have a machine gun you can fire portably? Uh, yes. Huh. But only, like, one or two. The how, rest you have to mount. How do they... Okay. Well, So, when I was growing up, I always thought that... When uh, I was growing up in World War One, <laughs> <laughs> I always thought the reason why you didn't see games take place in a lot of historical settings that uh, that, that was, like pre world war ii modern history is that the gunplay would be super lame but then red dead redemption happened and i feel uh, like now we've reached a point where like the the kinesthetic feel of like crackly old western firearms can can now be fun enough to play with to actually build a whole solid triple a shooter around around situations where you can't like make easy excuses for the player to be carrying around a machine gun well, I, well that's, I think that's another thing I'm really interested about Battlefield 1 that I wish they actually showed off gameplay for, because it makes me wonder if they're, again, trying to go for either classic Battlefield where 
every every team has their own set of weapons that you have to go by mm. or they're going to do the more modern battlefield way of having shared weapon pools yeah and i don't think they're gonna go because back. i i think that would really suck if they're like oh this is a world war one game but everyone has like late war made smgs and are just running around <laughs> while horses and- are also running yeah around. exactly <laughs> and like, blimps I, I, don't, um, I, like, I played the hell out of it. What was it, 1942? I, yeah. I, I, I jump on there. Like, I remember when the new Battlefield came out. Battlefield, uh, I think it was like four at the time. I was like, yeah, I'll go play 1942 for a little bit. Like, it was, it's fun, even with the slow gun. So, I, yeah. I, I hope they, 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 could, they could somehow balance but, but it right. In World you know? War One, people had machine, submachine guns that they could just carry around willy nilly, and that, that gives the player a lot more of an arsenal to play with. Anyways, I, also want to talk about th- that scene and then the trailer where you see a line of horses charging like what i want to know is are they gonna like try Man, george to... really likes these horses no, i do kill the horses this is a setting that that i doubt <laughs> we'll ever see a triple a AAA shooter try to go hammoth and that is the like napoleonic line battles <laughs> like how how in the world would are I, I just want to know if they're going to be like focusing on the late World War One stuff that was a more modern style of, of well, fighting, did you... or if they actually are going to try to incorporate like lines of brightly colored uniforms charging over the hill. Well, did you did you see the um the pre order bonuses for for Battlefield One? I, I saw the the collector's edition pack comes with a messenger pigeon tube with exclusive <laughs> DLC content. <laughs> Oh well, gosh. if you if you buy the eighty dollar deluxe early enlister edition, oh. okay, uh, what do you I get? get? You get, you a get access. <laughs> no, you get access to the Harlem Hellfighter pack, Arr. the the Red Baron pack, and the Lawrence Arr. of Arabia pack. Mar Mar. <laughs> I don't know. That's that all sounds really cool. Like I. <laughs> The Red Baron is is that's that's romanticized, right? <laughs> like DLCs Lords for Snoopy confirmed. Lords of Snoopy. <laughs> what? No DLC for Snoopy confirmed. Oh, okay. When, when's the when's the Black Adder DLC? Right, pack? yeah. When's the Black Adder DLC gonna come out? Make sure you have your little stick. I, I will say though, going just going back to Verdun for a second, they made a funny little image. To go with it where they remade the battlefield one cover with like one of their own character models mm-hmm. and surprisingly their sales went like like up they like skyrocketed yeah, when the game was announced more, which is I'd, pretty cool i've never really been interested in verdun because it looks a lot like red orchestra and i hate red orchestra it's a lot faster than red orchestra because red yeah, orchestra well, is that's, slow that's not how, and yeah. boring and for poopy people um oh but i like red orchestra i like red orchestra I, <laughs> well you must like rising storm 2 person. vietnam coming yeah. soon <laughs> Very close this to the mic poop there. man was invited to the podcast but now <laughs> i i actually want to play for dune now and be a poopy person too so there you go you should, you should check it out it's pretty good you own the game i, I gave it to you i do you did <laughs> Oh gosh! Courtesy, courtesy. <laughs> you should you should you're play so, it. You should definitely. Uh, play it. We should do, by we should do people, like the, the great granddad stream and we play for two. <laughs> the great granddad stream. Talk about how cool horses are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Does Verdun have horses? Uh, no, they did a they did a joke update about that. Oh, I'll send you. It's pretty okay. good. Also, their tanks and planes. Battlefield One, they work reliably. 
Which is surprising because there's also a blimp, which is the reason why blimps don't work anymore. Here, here, George, there's your horse announcement. It's pretty good. A serious community request since day one. See, I'm not the only one. Oh, there it goes. (laughs) Clipping gracefully across the frame. How majestic. All right. Anyways, um, what else? What else do we got? We got a uh, leaked footage of a Star Wars project that was possibly canceled um it looks not great it's an rts right yeah it's an rts with really cheap looking assets disproportionate scaling it's an iphone game yeah that's that's what i was suspecting they were making a iphone star wars rts game it got canceled one of the developers decided to leak out this footage uh it is like anonymous so you know, take it with a grain of salt, but the original video been... description mentioned that it did not make it to the marketplace and that had been that it had been in development for over a year. Uh, it would have been pretty cool to see a Star Wars RTS game because, as far as I know, there's only like the Galaxy at War, yeah, and this like this one that's the pretty mod. much an Age of Empires mod. Yeah, I mean, it's an actual game, but it's it's definitely runs off the Age of Empires engine. It's called uh, Galactic. I know the battlegrounds one. or something. Yeah, and it, it was actually pretty cool. Um, and I used to play it a lot as a kid, despite not knowing the game. There, the there the are game. a couple but, good. It, did you play Empire at War from two thousand six? No, that one. By then, I was just playing a bunch of Warcraft. Was uh, I mean, they're all kind of janky, but Star Wars has a good solid lineup of units that counterbalance each other well. That actually makes for pretty pretty solid easy to gamify rts format world war one's mm-hmm. not easy to gamify that's why that's no. exciting anyways see yeah see like and uh, one of the things that i was going to talk about uh, when you were talking about like uh, why you didn't know a lot of people were doing it one of the things that i just inherently thought of is like it's harder to like vilify somebody you yeah. know which it's battlefield like, doesn't really need a villain since it's exactly. all multiplayer exactly uh so like i'm interested to see how they do the single player for it then oh you know? i hope they like, don't do the single player <laughs> I, I i think that there's kind of like a little bit more of a focus on it now no. like i think i read that somewhere i think uh, sorry everyone if that's not true but battlefield one i'm god because that would kill me like one of the things i've been trying to promote with my channel is to stop making bad battlefield campaigns well, uh, make send a video directly to them, and they'll be like, "Oh no! If George Super Bunny Hop Weedman doesn't want us to do it, then we'll stop right now." <laughs> stop, Jimmy! Stop! You know what? You know what? <laughs> I I made a video that talked about that when Battlefield Four was about to come out, and then they made Battlefield Hardline. Except they did not do the single player at all. They outsourced it to Visceral, who made a better campaign than anything <laughs> Dice has been able to make. Oh, yeah, here's the GameSpot article. Battlefield 1 single-player campaign embraces series' open sandboxes. The single-player will feature much more choice and variety than it's done before. Wow, I hope that just means bot matches (laughs) instead of a campaign, because battlefield campaigns are dumb there's, there's no way they'll ever be bot matches that, that that just doesn't work with the majority of people it worked for the old battlefronts those were like mainstream successes those, those were great that, that, was, that was like 10 years ago it was it, hashtag horses for star wars it was the only younger one generation ago and and also an older generation who rather have something action packed with set pieces and going into space and stuff 
a good battlefield match has lots of <laughs> set pieces. But if you do like like um mm-hmm. fast modern set piece action filled games, uh there's a weekly Famitsu interview with Hideo Kojima talking about the project he has under works and which the the, the headlines was that a segue? That, that was, yeah, that that was, was a segue. segue. Whoa, that was yeah, a segue. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, just wanted to clarify that was a segue. The masters that was of almost, that garbage was so segues. Smooth, it was hard to, to detect. Anyways, while we're not talking shit about George's segues, we have a weekly Famitsu interview from Hideo Kojima talking about the new game he has in development. It is, believe it or not, an action title for AAA fans. What? I know, but when I was reading the the translated excerpts from this interview, they were actually a lot more interesting than what uh, the, the headlines are leading on. I, I like this one bit where he's talking about shopping around for a new employer after after Konami. And he says, I wondered who would put their faith on me with just a rough concept. And Sony Interactive Entertainment was who I was looking for. He one sentence earlier, he was talking about how he didn't want to, like, make a big presentation. He just wanted to, like, go with whoever will take him because he's Kojima and he has an idea. I I also like the bit where it's like, so tell us about the logo. And it's like, oh, well, there's a secret meaning to it. The body's really cool. We're going to make an action figure yeah. about it. <laughs> it's like, yes, like, that's what I want. Uh, oh, the fans are biting at the chomp to know what Kojima's new logo's action figure will be. <laughs> I, I I expect like you know a gun that shoots tanks and uh, like also I, tell while like screaming about the horrors of war. As remember a, like, how in Metal Gear Rising, Jetstream Sam had a gun that shot swords. <laughs> his his sheath had a trigger on it that made it shoot out really fast. Jetstream Jet uh, Sam needs to have a gun that shoots out shit-eating grins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, so every time I think about the, the image the, of that, it's disgusting. Get excited for George's uh, critical close-up of the Kojima Productions logo, logo action figure. Action figure. Because George sure loves plastic bullshit. <laughs> Complete yep. with unboxing. And oh, God. I I am swallowing my pride this uh this weekend and you guys will see why on monday <laughs> oh my gosh are you seeing ratchet and clank again <laughs> no it's worse though but but you'll oh. find out monday you're seeing oh, ratchet boy. and clank for the third time i only saw it once what are you talking about i didn't see it twice George, five times is enough. <laughs> George, you're sitting in the theater right now. <laughs> I thought I was just talking about this Hideo Kojima interview in which he says, users who enjoy today's AAA Amazing. Games. Amazing. Hey, George, hey, George, are you a mall cop? Because that's sure a segue. Oh, End the call. Delete this. Delete that. Scrim scrab from the world. I, I thought of that during your thing, like, and I'm glad I got to use it before the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You thought about it during my thing, like during, like during, and it's like, oh, I can't say it now. Oh, it's it's too far into the article. I'm laughing so. too hard. I keep hitting the mic stand. <laughs> <laughs> Were you gonna talk about the bit where it's like Hideo Kojima's like, man, I love games 
like I want games to be like kind of like an open world like the Divinity or Uncharted and you're like okay <laughs> well yeah no there is a quote of this interview where Kojima's like man I really want my game to be garbage <laughs> This is a quote from Kojima. He says, well, it's also translated, so, you know, he didn't say this, but someone who understands his language thinks he meant to say this. Users who enjoy today's AAA games, The Division and Uncharted, etc., will be able to easily enjoy it. When it's announced, you might think it's not that outstanding, but you'll understand when you see it and play it. The genre is action. The genre is action. Wait, like, the best way to say that we bet nothing. <laughs> Your grammar is impeccable. Your style is impetuous. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just, you know, sad that I said the divinity. The divinity original sans. I can't believe you mentioned the vision. Uh, he, he comments on the possibility of making a VR game, which I know Matt Visual is excited about. Oh, he yeah. says, I want to make something with VR, but right now we don't have anyone. I think VR holds the key to game development. I love, like, Kojima's like, idea. It's like, you get one person for VR, and he's like, now we can do it. It's the key just, to game We just need one person. Yeah. I just, like, love these <laughs> Famitsu, like, quick translation. The genre is action. I think VR holds the key to game development. I, 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 I think uh, Kojima is going to um, go into the, the VR porn industry, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, he's already got yeah. a catalog yeah. of, of... He took step one, two, and three already. <laughs> <laughs> so get ready for a PS4 yeah. VR remastered for PS4. Now with the, the jack-off room, sponsored by Fleshlight. <laughs> wow, yeah, it all saying, comes together. The, Brought to you by that dragon was, cancer. Oh, <laughs> the jack-off no. room was just I the I thought beta. we got rid of that one. Pre-order now for the Harlem Hellfighter <laughs> <laughs> DLC pack. Oh god. Alright. That's we can't get any worse. We're done. <laughs> Thanks for We're watching. Done. Like Thanks. us on iTunes. Like like rate. Thanks for watching this audio. And rate subscribe. Us five stars on Newgrounds. Hit that like button. On uh, That's where this podcast belongs. On Newgrounds. Yeah, in the adult section. <laughs> right next to meet and fuck five. <laughs> Be sure to up that thumb us on Instagram. <laughs> That's right, guys. It's it's we're confirming it right here, right now. Meet and fuck TOVG editions coming out. Ooh, officially the went complete over. with masturbation room. You know, normal boots got Asagao Academy, and we're getting meet and fuck TOVG. I leave it up to you, Qualin, to, to to put the cherry on the top every single time. You know, you're just you're just good at freaking putting cherries on top of things. Good at sure putting like cherries, cherries and popping cherries. Am I right? Yeah. 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 yeah! yeah! We'll, yeah. we'll yeah. see you guys later. Yeah. For, yeah. for the bush. <laughs> <laughs>